Welcome back to the Stoic CEO, where we document our journey and adventure in business through self-mastery. Welcome back. intro. <laughs> <laughs> How are you feeling? Feel good. Feel great. Yeah? Very excited. Yeah, me too. Um, this has been a very topical thing that we've been discussing a lot recently. Yeah. Um, and, and it's what we are calling dark therapy. That's, that's what we want to talk about. Um, something that I think we've been... I don't want to say battling with, but it's been very central to a lot of our discussions and a lot mm. of our self-reflections. Um, what, what does dark therapy mean to you? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I would just add, we've probably been battling, when it means, I think more suppressing perhaps is, is, mm. is more, more of an apt word. Um, and we obviously wanted to talk about two different topics today, um, <laughs> but they just didn't, didn't sit with us really that well. And ironically, in our own private personal conversations, we've just been talking about this. So we were <laughs> like, listen, we might as well speak our truth and, and stand behind our truth, which is what we're going to do today. Yeah. And essentially, it's, it's all about this concept of, of this dark side within us. And I think I know I speak for myself, but probably both of us recently, I've been feeling this very strong yearning um, to tap into that dark side a bit more and that energy that's that can be utilized to drive everything really. Um, And I think for me, where that has come from is I am almost in a place where I'm fed up with all the positive psychology that's out there. Yeah, hundred percent. And what I mean by that is this whole world of like, think good things and think positive and do these things and everything will work out. Good vibes only. Yeah. Good vibes only. Um, And it's, I'm really fed up with it. Yeah. You know what? I think I think I can completely relate, but I think for me personally, and I know this is going to be by extension true for yourself, it's that 2020 was a very difficult year. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> Listen to the last episode. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was a tremendously difficult year, which was ironic because it, it kind of followed on from arguably the best year for me anyway. Yeah. So it was, it was a kick in the face. And... It's, it's that a lot of the things that you previously basically mentioned just weren't applicable and they just didn't hold water for me anyway when it came, you know, when, when it came to the, to the wire. Mm. They, they, it wasn't, oh, think positive thoughts. Like they didn't stand, stand me in good stead. And, and there's a lot of things that we're going to try and unpack as eloquently and, and, and as well as we possibly can in today's episode. But I think I'll start by a quote that, that I think is very relevant to, to why we are essentially going to be standing behind our truth and, and basically going down rabbit holes of things that we may have personally and in private been speaking about. Yeah. And it's, 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 it basically says, if you don't say what you think, then you kill your unborn self. When you have something to say, silence is a lie. Silence is a lie. So it's That's incredibly so powerful. powerful. So essentially if you don't say what you think then you kill your unborn self and when you have something to say yeah, silence I, I think i mean yeah i mean i think inadvertently we've discussed that quite a few times over the years and yeah 100%. we've sort of unconsciously been trying to do more of it um but i guess yeah it's about shining the light on that and bringing that to the forefront and making sure, sure that we are doing those things and not allowing the lie of silence to take over yeah i mean even prior to this podcast we 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 both looked at each other and we asked each other probably the same thing that we were thinking at the time, which was 
do we are we actually speaking our personal and private truth mm. do you know what i mean as opposed to like this wrapped up softened fluffy yeah. version that still has a lot of truisms and value in there um but i think at its core just being young men i think it's it's important to appreciate that there is a yin and a yang do you know what i mean there is order and then there's chaos absolutely and trying to kind of you know have a wallpaper so to speak this positive wallpaper on your on, on the chaos is, is just not going to be sustainable and by suppressing it it's, it's only going to manifest and become more vengeful and bitter mm. um and and it's, it's very important and i think it was to bring one of many many quotes that we're going to utilize from jordan peterson and he said something <laughs> along the lines of um if you if you basically don't manifest or don't imagine evil and the darkness within you then it's only going to manifest itself so far mm. so much more strongly yeah. in ways that you can't control yeah. does that make sense it was it i, I butchered that completely but um <laughs> the other quotes i've got written down so i'll probably do a better job on that but yeah it, it was just this notion of 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 basically being at peace and i know there was an incredible and he got loads of kickback from this which was he he was talking about auschwitz and he was talking about the second world war and essentially he was he was literally on stage and he told like a lot of people if you were there mm. in in you know in germany you were most people would have been more than likely to join in yeah. rather than oh no that's just like i would never have done that so that's, it's like that, really that, that side of it is very very interesting because everyone thinks that it's righteous yeah um you know freedom loving you know ethically morally upstanding citizen but the reality is the very mere fact that so many travesties have happened through our history suggests that that's probably not the case mm. and it's very powerful to be aware of that to be aware of you know your your darker rings so to speak of your of your psyche mm. and once you can be aware of it which we are a big you know big proponent for you can utilize them in far more positive ways and use them as fuel which hopefully we'll 100%. delve into and on a slight side note um i was reading this uh, random article the other day and it was talking about there's there's something around uh, the adi um basically adolf dassler uh, the founder of adidas and mm -hmm. his brother who found oh, you're gonna say something else <laughs> <laughs> it's like, related um and his really? brother uh, who started puma did you know their brother? No, brother? yeah, I thought you meant the, the related out of Hitler. <laughs> so I yeah. thought you were going. The story is related to Hitler. Oh, sure, um, sure. So the founder of Adidas and Puma were actually Brothers, summoned yeah. to join the Nazi party. Wow. Because they weren't able to, because when Germany went to war, there was something around they couldn't keep performing in their business unless they joined the army. Oh, wow. So it's like they had to. It's not like they were Nazis in that sense, but they just had to. They had no choice. Which sort of speaks to what you were saying, like. Well, really, that's the question, isn't it? Like, everyone's <laughs> got a choice. Like, I got no choice, and I know this is very relevant in society today with regards to, you know, some of the police and 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 how they're like, well, they're just doing their jobs, but it's like they have no choice. It's like you always mm. have a choice. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Sure. You might not want to make that choice, but you always like not making a choice and not making a decision is essentially a decision, a decision which we've decision, spoken yeah. about previously. Yeah. Um. So, do you think? Um, kind of touched on this but do you think you've been suppressing that dark side a lot yeah 100 percent. why do you think that is i think naturally 
it's far easier to lean in to the light when you are in a good space. Oh yeah, 100%. And it's only kind of, you know, they say you really discover who you are in, in, in the tough and the difficult times as mm. opposed to like when everything's going swimmingly. Yep. Do you know what I mean? And Definitely. I think that's, that's so, so incredibly true. And yeah, I think so. It's, 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 it's understandable why perhaps in 2019 and early 2020 when, you know, I've been instigating so many changes and, and transformation, um, you know, making so many transformative changes to my life and I was in a great place, how it was easier to kind of relish in, in a positivity more. Mm. So, yeah, I think, I think there's, there's definitely been an element, element of that. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I think another area that, that I think we feel very strongly about that has led to this as well is this whole sort of uh, concept of passion and how everywhere in the world seems to be saying, like, find your passion and pursue yeah. your passion. I think that's when I started getting this yearning of I need to fight against that mm. internally. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, you and I are big proponents of passion is bullshit it's such yeah. a lie finding your passion is just listen to episode lie. six q a <laughs> yeah yeah i yeah. forgot we talked about that um but yeah it, basically you pick what you want to be passionate about and you go for that as opposed to finding this illustrious passion that's going to yeah. grip you and i think in exploring that concept i started thinking like a lot of what we're being told by this positive psychology by all this stuff mm. that's out there in the world is really leading us down the wrong path yeah I think, it, like, yeah, because if you think about it from the perspective of front-running the car, so to speak, so it's the carriage running in front of the horse, whereas I think in this analogy, your passion is essentially the car, and the horse is your work, your, your hustle, the shipment mm -hmm. of, of the actual thing that you're trying to aspire to, whereas by the pursuing of that, the car, which is your passion, moves along with it, but yeah, if you try 100%. to front-run it with passion, it's almost like you can't find your passion if you're not doing anything. So does that make sense? And that applies to so many, it's almost like such a counterintuitive thing to kind of think like, like to, 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 to imagine. And like, I, I even on my notes, I have got in, in bold, like custody Deepak Chopra. Cause <laughs> I think like Deepak Chopra, the alchemist, the, the secret, I think those books, like for me personally anyway, and it's, it's going to sound controversial. I think it's a load of bullshit, man. It's, mm. it's just fluff. Um, and 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 it's and it's it surprises me how willingly society as a whole has kind of adopted that, and it's kind of like this this this. It's it's you know it's there's a time and a place for 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 those things as well, but I just think like society as a whole is trying to be so positive and like literally rather than bearing your own cross and your burden and and facing reality and sitting with your pain and 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 literally like. Mm appreciating that and doing some soul searching and yeah. and understanding and, and being aware of your shortcomings like i just think people just like oh brush under the under the rug yeah. you know and, and and move on like oh just don't say anything positive i don't want anyone negative around me and it's like it's it's a difficult topic i think i think i i'm sure as we go further we, I we guess, will uh, just on that note though there's a difference between net being negative from a victimization perspective which we hate more than anything mm -hmm. and like thinking oh woe is me i'm so negative yeah. blah blah blah. i think that's a whole different thing mm. um but with i think when you're referring to negativity is more like how do we shoulder that burden as you were saying and how do we 
accept reality as it is and understand how we can become stronger because of it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I completely agree. This whole notion of essentially all the stars need to be in alignment for me to have the energy and motivation to go out and do what I want to do is just a great place to hide. And I think that that's what this side of society is giving us. It's giving everyone a great place to hide. Mm. Like if you're not feeling passionate about something, don't, don't bother putting your effort in. If, if all this star and that star and that star haven't aligned, then don't worry, like wait until they do. Mm. I think that's just a great place to hide. It's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That, that leads me to this whole concept of self-imposed prisons that I think we are putting ourselves in. And mm-hmm. um, now that, side that we just discussed is a large part of how that prison is formed um but how do you feel like we ourselves are contributing to that as well good question how are we contributing to the i think i feel like we we often fall prey to because listen humans we're, we're incredibly you know intelligent creatures but we're we're we're, we're we, we function by telling ourselves narratives and we storytell. Yeah. Do you know, like everyone has this narrative or a story about themselves of their journey, their experience, their past. And Peter Cronin does an incredible job at explaining the, the correlation between time and space and how essentially we look back at our past and try to utilize it to get this 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 almost this narrative this storyline of, of who we're supposed to be and what our shortcomings are what we're good at what we're not and i think like that in itself is very flawed because as we've spoken in other episodes like memory itself is is, is a very peculiar phenomenon and you have to be mindful to, to understand that in the present you're always kind of when you look back at your past, you're, you're utilizing the current filter to kind of mm. fill in what your, what your past is. Yeah, for sure. I mean, a lot of people so I think, think you can put yourself in prisons by essentially creating these narratives for yourself of, of yeah. what you're, who you are and what you are and what you stand for and what you're capable of achieving and not. And I think all of that is, is essentially subjective jargon that's just floating in your head and it's just self-imagined. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And there's this notion of that I think most people think the past dictates your present and um, whereas what you're actually saying is the present dictates the past sure yeah. yeah i completely agree again it's another one of those which is um ray dalio um <laughs> it's one of those um counterintuitive points yeah which is actually quite apt because i've got another quote Go from it. a book that i've recently started rereading um incredibly powerful and i and and, and i know we both were like blown away by it and it says so entrapped are we in our self-expectation and self-imposed limitations that we fail to see that we've always had the keys to our own prisons we're just scared shitless to use them (laughs) this power is the root of all of that all important term confidence we toss out so willingly it's this ability to make our own decisions right or wrong and to confidently own them that separates us from other guys it's this self-guided power that seemingly evokes this irrational confidence hmm. which is which is i mean the, the first bit is so incredibly powerful that yeah. essentially like we're entrapped in our own self-expectation and self-imposed limitations and we don't realize that all along we've got the keys to our own prisons That's incredible. but we're just scared shitless to use it yeah we have the keys to our own self-imposed prisons oh, that's mad yeah 
What was the Berkey then say? The rational male. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, yeah, I've got mm. goosebumps thinking about that quote. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Um, I guess, what do, how do you use that then? If, if you think, okay, I've put myself in this self-imposed and societal imposed prison, but I hold the keys, then what does that mean? I think it's, it's I think I'm, I'm really happy you touched upon that because my, my follow-up question for you was going to be like, why is that like powerful for you? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Well, what about it? Because there's something distinctly uncomfortable when I read it and I, and I know you felt yeah. the same. And for me, it was the, the powerful, the power within that quote isn't necessarily in the fact that, you know, we've got, you know, these self-expectations, these self-imposed limitations, but it's actually in the fact that a lot of people realize that, especially with the understanding of, of, of the developed understanding of psychology and mental health and, and how I think as a society, we, we're understanding that a lot of the, of, of mm. our limitations are self-imposed. I don't think that's as revelation, you know, revelatory, rever yeah. revelatory mm. as, 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 as it would have been maybe years ago. However, it's the fact that not having the courage to actually act upon that. I think that is mm. the, the hard hitting one, you know? It's like, you know something, but you don't have the courage to act upon it. And yeah. we've, we've spoken about this many times. So I think that that is the bit that mm. is, is, is really powerful. Yeah, 100%. And I think to answer the question you were going to ask, like what, what does it mean to me? Why is it powerful? Um, I think as Shakespeare puts it, nothing is good or bad, but thinking makes it so. Yeah. Um, so this story and narrative that you're yeah. telling yourself... Yeah it is you assigning that meaning and that perspective sure. to a completely objective event that's happened. Um, things happen, as we mentioned in our last episode, they're not good. A thing is just a thing that's happened. Sure. Then you decide what story you tell yourself yeah. from that. Yeah. Um, and I think the power, that the empowerment that that gives you is that rather than, I guess this is what I'm trying to do, rather than having that self-imposed prison in my mind, you can very easily choose to turn that into a self-imposed palace around your mind. Yeah. I think that that's the power. Like you can change the story and sure. put yourself as the empowered figure in the middle of it. Yeah. And it's, it's ironic because many of our heroes, so to speak, if you, when you read their stories, very easily they could have fallen mm. into, into, into the, you know, the victimized 100%. arm in a prison mentality. 100%. It's just like their perspective was like, like it's, it's crazy like like whether it's churchill mandela thatcher like anyone if mm. you if you actually Epictetus. dig in epictetus yeah like if, if you look at it you're like fuck me man they do it that was crazy yeah. like mandela was in prison for like but he was like no he chose to see it a different way 100 percent. and and it's so easy to like you know read those things and be inspired but not act upon it so I think it's just like, because it's, it's so easy to hide again behind this, yep. their narrative. But it's, oh, it was that person. It's this person. Do you know what I mean? They're, they're different. They're, oh, that, that was then. And that was him. Mm. And I think it's, it's so powerful, even from a very primitive sense, to, to, to start seeing how much of an architect you actually are of, the, of your own narrative. Does that make sense? Yeah, because definitely. I think far more often we're almost like, customers sitting inside the real of our own inside us in this theater 
watching the narrative and the story of our own lives, mm. not realizing that we're actually the fucking director as well. Yeah, see what I mean? And yeah. it's, it's like that realization of like, whilst we are the passenger sitting there watching this and consuming our own narrative and our own life story, mm. it's like, you're writing the freaking script as well. Yeah. So like imagine I mean? that, that notion is so powerful. 100%. It's like, imagine you're, you're an architect and you're building your own house and then you build the prison and go sit in there and be like, oh, why is it so shit? Mm. <laughs> You've built it. You can very easily change it and build a fucking amazing palace mansion yeah. 100% yeah and um, that is very powerful and yeah I think just a testament to that with, with Epictetus story as an example because um, we refer to him a lot uh, like he was obviously a slave for many years mm. like he was imprisoned as a slave and yet he found solace in empowering himself and his in his narrative and through stoicism and everything yeah. like there's a really interesting story about once his his slave owner or whoever it was was like pressing really hard on his leg and Epictetus was saying stop doing that or you're going to snap my leg just very like calmly and then the guy didn't stop he kept going and he snapped his leg and then Epictetus response was see I told you that that's going to happen and that's when he just carried on <laughs> wow. I just find that story so powerful um but yeah definitely so and it's also like like I mean like that you, you almost can't give an analogy in Victor Frankl like man's yeah, such a meaning like it's it, like I mean that's epitome of like like mm. I remember reading that and I was just like shit man that guy got a bad like it's like to, to watch your wife and your kids hmm. man that's like I won't I won't spoil it but like if 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 there is ever a example of how you can control your frame and, and the contours and texture and and, and the script and the narrative of your own life then then there's, there's there's so many examples of it so yeah yeah for sure and i think tying it back to stop you gotta my leg back off. to the, <laughs> um <laughs> yeah so tying that back to the dark energy side of things like um there is obviously a side of this whole objective stoic side but what we want to tap into here is the dark side of that. So sure. for example, when you are putting yourself in that prison, how can you like tap into that darkness of why am I in this? Like I need to get myself out of this. And then that should be the thing that drives you to action. And mm. that's the thing that we're thinking about recently more than anything. In yeah. a very, on a micro level, like there's tons of examples as well. One recent one is Michael Jordan, for example, in the last dance, like, you could see he was constantly tapping into that dark energy. Oh yeah, but like, man, that was like <laughs> this is crazy. On a on a on a separate tangent, like I've never in my entire life been so inspired. Amazing. Like yeah. it was it, it was batshit crazy, and I was watching it usually late at night, and I was just like, I need to do something. <laughs> like, like that guy, man. Like I had, I had a heated debate where someone tried to debate me and 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 you know talk about Tom Brady and Roger Feather, and I was just like, I almost felt offended. And I wasn't even a Michael Jordan fan because I obviously his the era is like I'm I'm a bit too young, so I didn't quite mm. get to witness him in his prime at the Bulls. But it was just like this guy was a different breed. Like he would create narratives for himself, like fictional yeah. narratives of like like the, the the most powerful one is like where he talks about this scenario he created where he was sat in a restaurant and the coach had walked in with a player and he didn't shake his hand and it was all made up and then he utilized <laughs> that to go and punish them in the game. Like Literally. what? Just that um, competitive nature. Yeah. Um, and, it's, and it was so unapologetic. And I think that's what was so powerful. Yeah. And you can see that in the other example when, for example, I think he had, was it flu or food poisoning or something? Food poisoning, yeah. Food poisoning. And he was really, really sick. And they had a big game. And like, 
rather than victimizing himself and thinking fuck like i'm sick why did i get food poisoning before this game mm. he just went up and just said no i'm going to show up and i'm going to do my shit i'm mm. going to channel this energy and he had one of his best games like it's yeah. just an incredible story insane um okay so we have the keys to our own self-imposed prison mm-hmm. um i guess that that ties into this realization that we're recently having as well that there is a dark side of all of us like you touched on before there's a yin and yang there's order and chaos um and i, I know carl jung who's like one of probably the best psychologist in history and yeah. um, he even says like he defines it as the shadow um this dark side and he says that that the shadow is a living part of our personality it cannot be argued out of existence or it cannot be rationalized into harmlessness hmm. i think that's really powerful yeah um so Jung is a fucked up guy, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I've read, I've tried to read his books. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> he's, he's, yeah. Yeah, for sure. So that, that realization, I think, what in your experience, like what has that realization done for you? Like if, if that makes sense, like understanding that there is this other side of you that you haven't tapped into. I think whenever I've effectively utilized it, I've been incredibly surprised and, and, and somewhat blown away of, of, of when utilized and lent into how powerful it can actually mm. be. Like an example could be like, I remember like growing up, I was, you know, my, my aspiration, my entire teenage years and was to, to become a professional footballer. And I, I used to like sit down and, or even oftentimes when I was in bed, just visualize myself failing. Mm. And the idea of like coming short and not making it and, and various other scenarios that I'd create and manifest for myself and, and vividly visualizing it. And I remember I'd cry myself to sleep, literally, like, and I'd torment myself with that, with that thought of, of the disappointment of my family and how, the, you know, those around me and, and, and myself, how I'd feel and how I think. And, and honestly, man, like, it, 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 there was like an inferno inside me to want mm. to go and conquer this 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 made up yeah um imagine it's imagined reality that 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 was just and i think that's really interesting because i think from a psychological perspective obviously there's this hero's journey concept that sure. especially as males but everyone feels like they have to go through mm-hmm. um and i know jordan peterson talks about this a lot and as part of the archetypal hero's journey, you go out and you slay this dragon. Sure. Um, and he actually makes a funny point. He's like, if you have a dragon to slay, go to its lair and slay it before it comes to your village and, and destroys everything. Yeah, go, go get it while it's young. Yeah. yeah. Um, so in your example that you've just defined, do you think that's a case of putting a specific archetype on that dragon and giving yourself something tangible to go out and battle? Are you creating this dragon to then? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I probably didn't realize at the time. Yeah, of course. Um, but retrospectively, if I was to somewhat decipher and, and try to rationalize what I was doing, I, I, I definitely think so. I mean, I, I, I still do it to this day. Hmm. I still to this day utilize that significantly. Um, and I know Tim Ferriss has got this incredible TED, TED talk, which I think we've referenced before um, on fear setting. Yeah. or pain setting or whatever you want to call it which is utilizing essentially creating scenarios of 
you know what could go wrong in the worst case scenarios and and literally feeling that pain and sitting mm. with it and allowing that to to to, to fester and then utilizing that energy to take action 100 i think it's, it's it's such an incredible thing to do and i think parentally like i think that's why i feel in today's day and age with this whole notion on in, in in schooling you know in an educational system of there is no last places everyone's a winner mm. don't and you can't offend anyone mm. do anything yeah. like do you know what i mean like this 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 equalization of everything and anything i think it's so dangerous because it essentially cocoons children and and uh, by extension adults now into believing into this fictitious almost almost fictional representation of what the world is like which is not Mm. do you know what i mean it's 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 not that kind of place and 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 i feel like i know you said obviously the 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 shakespeare shakespeare quote which i'm a big fan of but i do feel like which we've said again in, in the Q and A Q&A episode. I do think life, at its most, you know, in, in its most mm. basic form, is, is suffering. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We're we're quite feeble creatures, man. Do you know what I mean? And it's it's like, if you look at it from a phys, you know, from a physics perspective, like entropy is pretty much like the yeah. the, the the direction of anything. Um, and I'm not saying that in a nihilistic sense. I just think that there is so much. How can I say it? Chaos around us all the time. So it's it's almost to me it seems like so obvious to to learn how to utilize that, mm. to tap into it, because you're gonna get exposed to it in one way, shape, or form. Whether it's someone you know near and dear to you dying or or getting an illness or things going wrong or whatever. Like this there's, there's the propensity for something to shake your being is so high. Do you know what I mean? That yeah. like it's so important to have that resiliency built in and knowing how to to utilize that in a, you know in a, in a positive sense, which yeah. you know Jordan Peterson more than anyone advocates, and I think young men yearn for that so much. Definitely, and we like to to your point, we like to bury in our, our head in the sand and think mm. life's going to be easy, but it never is. Yeah, and there's 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 this obviously this little, little passage that's, that's that's written. I think it's it's, it's again it's perfect time to to maybe drop it whilst yeah. you pour us some more drink. <laughs> it says, "Men today have lost their backbone." They've lost the fire in their belly and the passion in their soul. Most men today aren't living. They're merely existing and bleakly existing at that. Every day, they are given an opportunity to speak their truth, to stand their ground, to authentically express themselves and share with the world who and what they really are. But they rarely take it. Through years of subconscious social conditioning, we've been taught to bite our tongues, to avoid rocking the boat, to play it safe and try to please everyone around us. Even when those around us need to be called out and held accountable to their words or actions, while others ignore inju- sorry, while others ignore injustice and bury their heads in the sand, it is your duty to speak up, to stand for your values and ethics, to make it known when boundaries have been crossed. Anything else is a lie, and over the long term, those little lies will castrate and corrode your masculine spirit. Wow. And I know it's very mass, like very male yeah. orientated, but I guess our, our demographic is that, that's so powerful, though. But yeah, it's so 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 powerful. Was the last bit you castrate? And so it goes. Anything else is a lie. And over the, I was getting emotional. Really. <laughs> like you can see, I was choking up at the end of it. <laughs> so it said, anything else is a lie. And over the long term, those little lies will castrate and corrode your masculine spirit. Castrate and corrode your masculine. Corrode. That's, that's incredible. Mm. That's so powerful. 
Yeah, and I think it's 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 just so true, man. Like, yeah, it's 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 this it's this lack of like, I don't know, man. It's, it's it just feels like if I just feel like there's there's this there's this effort to try and almost to you to use that word is castrate life and, mm. and and try to make it this very bland and and and, and yeah, safe and 100%. fluffy and like bubble wrapped thing and it's just like why like yeah. if and you I don't experience pain you can never know pleasure 100 percent. and i think that's what makes everyone unique like it's it's those rough edges that are your truth as an individual yeah and i completely agree i think society and all these expectations what they're trying to do is rough rough sand down those edges to mm. make it smoother and all of a sudden everyone looks the same now yeah um so i completely agree and again jordan peterson said if you're gonna if you're gonna stand for something stand for your truth yeah and that, that's another thing we've always talked about and yeah uh, yeah no more needs to be said on that <laughs> um okay and then so we've realized the power um or we've realized that there is this dark side which is should be half of our internal dialogue um and it should be tapped into to drive what we do yeah how does that empower you then um and you already touched on it but what does that enable you to do well, i mean you've been asking a lot of questions so i'm gonna point a mirror <laughs> out and ask you how how does that empower you my sir sure um take it away so i think if you are the flip side is just relying on the light to to drive you to guide you to set your goals etc and I think that's all well and good and there's a time and place for it, but that will get you 50% of your potential because it literally should be the yin and yang balance. Mm. So I think you're literally losing half of what you can do. And I think we've, I don't know if it was on a previous episode or just discussions that we've had, we've talked about like what are our biggest fears. And I know I've always said like my biggest fear is upon death in some way, you meet the person that you could have become. And that that is something that <laughs> instills a lot of dark energy because I almost imagine um, if you are not utilizing this 50%, mm. then you you aren't going to be who you could become. Yeah. So then naturally that means if that person then looks back at you, you you're going to be like, like, look what you could have done, mm. but you didn't because you channel into that. And I don't know if that even made sense, but I'm kind of thinking yeah, about loud. But. I mean, it's, 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 you're so right. I mean, it's, it's, it's almost biblical, right? It's, it's like, I mean, we've previously said the Bible is, is an incredible... Yeah if nothing else is, is an incredibly informative book, mm. you know, like the, 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 the analogies and, and the metaphors in there are spectacular. And I know Jordan Peterson, again, <laughs> Jay, you need, we need, we need to, he's the star of the show today. He's the star of the show. He's back as well. I'm, I'm, I'm ecstatic. Yeah. Um, where he mentions basically when Christ come back, um, comes back in, in the second Testament, he comes back as the judge almost. Mm. And, and he, he mentions this, this, how all of us in essence can can appreciate that which in your analogy is when you reflect on this version of yourself in the future right this yeah. this shine of of what could have been yeah you're all of a sudden setting a guide of what you could have been yeah just does that make sense and, that and the moment you, you utilize that to to reflect back upon you it's 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 incredibly tough 100 and i know we just just previous to, to this episode we watched um the ending of blow with mm. johnny depp where there was a hmm. quote that was just like literally we both like got goosebumps and it was so incredibly powerful which was you want to say it uh yeah i can't remember word for word but it's the same i didn't even that's right <laughs> <laughs> so slime man 
Um, he says something along the lines of life passes most people as they're busy making grand plans for yeah. it. Yeah, that is just so powerful. Life, life passes, passes you by. Most people passes by. Yeah, yeah. As they're making grand plans for it. Yeah, that's that's yeah, crazy. Yeah. And that just that just like literally for me, it's just such a big gut punch. Mm. In particular, with 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 you know twenty twenty in, in in the rear view window mirror so to speak yeah. windows and um but yeah it's, it's it's just so incredibly powerful um and i feel like this 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 self-reflected future self that you could become is 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 such a powerful almost like a, it's, it's almost like such a powerful meditation that you can have mm. within with yourself because it's 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 a closed loop because you're not utilizing anything external it's just yeah. you and what you could be and it's it's so powerful to do that and 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 and, and it's a very dark process because it's a yeah. very difficult it's uncomfortable it's very uncomfortable it's so uncomfortable mm. do you know what i mean and and to sit with that is man that's and a tricky just, one. just to clarify that doesn't necessarily mean like tangible business success or financial success this is mm. talking about the best version of yourself mm. as as a son brother father as a friend as everything yeah. if that version of you is looking back on yourself it's not just about monetary gain or anything like that yeah. this is every aspect of your life i mean more very often it's not like i've, I've seldom I've, I've not seldom i've never met anyone that wants to achieve whether it's monetary whether it's fame accolades mm. it's all kind of a means to an end right you kind yeah. of want those things that and everyone kind of knows elite to something else like like maybe not, not, not everyone's aware of this Maslothian kind of hierarchy, but everyone kind mm. of knows that once I get the money, once I get the girl, once I get the car or the house or whatever, or, or, I, be, or I become famous, there's something thereafter. Do you know mm. what I mean? So it's kind of like that kind of puts you in that bracket, which is like that version of you likely to be around your deathbed is, has already probably achieved that. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Has already had the accolades and the money and, and everything else. So it's like this, this, this very what's the word i'd say almost like it's 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 everything stripped away it's like the essence that remains at the end the journey the experience mm. the adventure the the man that you essentially became and i think that's why it's so difficult to kind of absolutely visualize that yeah does that make sense so yeah yeah 100 percent. and yeah i think to go back to the original question like if you are looking at yourself from that far future view mm -hmm. um <laughs> that you almost have no option but to like ride that wave of dark power that's coming with you that shadow yeah um, if, if that's the bit that you're lacking obviously you can go too far on that aspect where you then start overly criticizing your current self and you get demotivated and stuff but that, that's not what we're i'm gonna say something controversial about. i think we need that yeah like my, for myself absolutely i think i've like i realized like this is this is what i mean like i, I feel like again like ultimately we are just speaking our own truth mm. so this is no gospel being put out like you know how like the youtubers like that like, yeah. talk about stocks are like this is not financial advice like this is psychological advice anyway this is just our truth and this is what we have experienced but mm. from from my lived experience i need that right now i need to feel that darkness that pain does that make sense yeah. and i lean into that i welcome it and we were both like quite 100%. enthused by the idea of discussing these things but i do think that's because um we've somewhat neglected and suppressed that side so we've had too much of the order mm. so we're feeling that yearning to tap i think me and chaos. you are probably like on the 
the whole spectrum. So like, I think society at large, again, this is not yeah. financial or, or psychological advice, but like, <laughs> go see your counselor. But um, I, I, I genuinely think young men anyway, they need that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? They need to realize that they're not fulfilling their potential, that they could aspire yeah. and be more and want more and achieve more. And, and there's, there's, again, another thing that it fits perfectly with, with again, JP, it goes, can you imagine yourself in 10 years if instead of avoiding the things you know you should do, you actually did them every single day? I feel like we could just end the episode there. <laughs> and then he goes, the way that you make people resilient is by voluntarily exposing them to things that they are afraid of and that make them uncomfortable. Hmm. And it's like, it's so true, man. It's so true. And not just because he said it, it's just like, this is our lived experience, man. That's amazing. Like, I, I, the best really, things I look about, like I know you, the best things and the best experiences that have molded whatever inkling or, or, or foundation of resilience that we have within us now, it's, it's come from some yeah. dark shit, man. 100%. I, I really love the first, the first part of that line. It's, it's incredible. Mm. Imagine 10 years from now, if you did everything you're supposed to do instead of avoiding it where would you be oh, that's incredible. you know you should do mm. it's even more powerful that's the thing we all have things every day that we're like yeah i should do we this. should do yeah but imagine you if know. you actually did it i think it's powerful it's crazy mm. um that's yeah. a, it's, it's like the quote isn't it like life is passing you by when most people are making grand plans for exactly. it exactly mm. um and i think yeah that it is very empowering i mean robert green obviously i think oh, yes. i would say he's my favorite non-fiction writer um but he has a massive aspect of his books is all about channeling this shadow side mm. um, and he says how powerful it is and he has a quote that is uh, channel your dark side through creative work by knowing your shadow you have a powerful ally and then he goes on to say the shadow is an endless source of inspiration and insight but you must learn to listen to it you must learn to acknowledge it and you must learn how to master it mm. i think that's incredible because yeah. that's essentially what we're trying to do now. We're trying to listen to it and we're trying to master it. Yeah. Whereas if you try and suppress it and you try and push it to the side, mm. it just manifests itself in all these random chaotic things sure. that are suboptimal and yeah. unproductive. Um, but yeah, I, th I think that was really powerful. Yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 it's so easy to fall between, like ping pong between fear and boredom, right? Mm. In life. So it's it's almost like, it's almost like this this proverbial stick that ca kind of keeps you in check. Mm. Where where on the on the spectrum of like you know on the side of boredom lies procrastination, yeah, and 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 everything that comes with that. And on the side of fear is like victim victimhood, yeah. in, you know inertia, the lack of courage, and it's it's that it's that essentially stick that kind of if you don't do this, like however you want to, you want to pitch it, it's that, it's, it's that thing that keeps you on a straight and narrow. Mm. You know what I mean? It's that, 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 that balancing stick that keeps you in line between the, 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 the order and the chaos. And you want to be as closely between those 100%. two lines as possible. Yeah. Um, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Now I've interest, I guess what this podcast is supposed to focus on. Um, have you thought about how you can channel this, uh, shadow side this dark energy as it applies to the business and how you're going down that route I think 
yes, by I believe part of the reason we're discussing this and we, we we've got such a yearning and, and, and passion for it and we're infused to discuss this right now and research it was that I believe I need to reflect and, and, and adopt adopt it more. Mm. Does that make sense? Where it's 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 almost like asking yourself like the worst, the hardest question is like, the, is, is the what if question, right? Yeah. It's like, what if I did this? What if I took that risk? What if I took that chance? What if it's so, so, so it's, 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 it's supercharging regret and, and, and ambition kind of together to try mm. and utilize it from a, from a, from a, you know, from a business sense. So I think it's something that I would like to do a lot more of. Yeah. Um, likewise. Yeah. 100%. Um, it's difficult to try and, I guess, uh, personify what that looks like and how you channel that dark energy, um, whether it, it manifests itself in terms of a competitive nature of thinking there are X, Y, and Z who are mm. not as good and they're doing better, hypothetically, um, or if it's something more deep-rooted than that. It, mm. It's very difficult to verbalize, I guess. Um, but I completely agree, and that's what we've been talking about a lot recently. Like, I mean, we're we hierarchical creatures, so like, that, don't get it twisted. Like, competition's crucial. Mm. Like, that's another thing where it's 100%. like, oh no, you just you're just in competition with yourself. No, in business, you're not. Does that make sense? Within yourself, within the confines of your own mind, yeah, it's you against mm. you yesterday. Yeah. But when you step into the marketplace, when you're playing sports, where you're competing against other individuals. Competition's huge. Mm. Does that make sense? That's another like dark aspect. It's become dark almost to speak it's about that. Like, oh, now. you shouldn't be feeling, <laughs> oh, just don't think about that. You should just be positive yeah. and like think about changing the world. It's like, no man, shut the fuck up. Like, yeah, like at its core, <laughs> do you know what I mean? You are competing against other people. And if the product or the message or the service that you're providing is doing something great, then incredible, even all more reason to, to fuel that. But it's mm. cool, you are competing. Like Elon Musk is, is competing against Volkswagen. He's competing yeah. against Daimler. Like he's competing against BMW. Like don't get that mixed up. He wants to change the world and do all these great, mm. beautiful things and they sound incredible on TV and he tweets nice tweets. But at its core, realize what game you're playing at. And from when we were in the savannah to, to, to in the concrete jungle that we are right now, like life is a competition, man. Just, yeah. Does that make sense? It is like, that. don't ever forget that. There's, there's a big element of that and you should utilize that again, that dark energy to want to compete, to want to prove yourself and prove your worth and, and, and establish your, your voice and your truth in that space. And hopefully if it's a powerful and, and, a, and, and a well-developed one, then it should be for the, for the better. But like, like, what, like what we've said, like by embracing the darker side mm. and becoming familiar with it, does that make sense? It's, it's like that quote that we, we really, it's a funny quote that Tim Ferriss had on a pin, which is like, sometimes I fight my demons, sometimes we just snuggle. <laughs> Do you know? Like, it's, 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 it's so true, man. Yeah. And it's so powerful. Um, and I think there's far too much fighting mm. and there needs to be a bit more snuggling. Definitely. And I think something that's key as well is that when, when you utilize the shadow, let's call it, um, you get all these benefits that we've been talking about. Sure. If you don't utilize it, I don't think it's a case of you stay still. I think it actually is detrimental. It works against you. 100%. Because 
whether that's a case of what we said earlier is that it manifests in very negative ways mm. in detrimental mm. ways or whether it's a it just destroys your progress or your drive or anything. It's mm. not a case of if you don't do, you're still in the same spot. Yes. It's you're actually moving backwards. Yeah. And I think that's a very, very large uh, differentiation to make. Absolutely. And I've got a perfect quote for that. Go for it's it. My fi- <laughs> <laughs> it's my final quote. <laughs> and it, it literally, I you're think you're loaded you're just, with quotes. You're today. like, you're, you're becoming, um, to, to bring it back to MJ, hmm. you're, Scotty Pippen right now. Your assistant, your assistant, you Sam Banks, man. <laughs> Which is, again, Jordan Peterson, mm. you're going to pay a price for every bloody thing you do and everything you don't. You don't get a choice to not pay a price. You get to choose which poison you're going to take. And then he follows it by saying, no matter what you do, you're paying a price. Choose the price you want to pay. Pick your poison suffer the pain of discipline or suffer the pain of regret there is no middle ground there is no free lunch wow yeah that's amazing so i just i just felt like that led so well to that (laughs) it's almost like we have done this before choose the pain of discipline or choose the pain of regret yeah wow yeah and it's it's, it's, you're completely right because i think a lot of people misunderstand and I've, i've tried to apply this wholeheartedly to myself which is like again not making a decision is in itself a decision mm. does that make sense and that's uh, to i think uh, to tie back to what you were saying about tim ferris's fear setting yeah one of his most critical steps after you define what could go wrong and what could i do to fix those things mm. his next critical bit is what is the cost of inaction like what would happen six months from now a year from now five years from now if i don't make this decision mm. and it's what people i think as a status quo think is that i'll stay where i am but that's not the case because you're going No, backwards. you're regressing, yeah. At the very, very least, you're losing time. Sure. But on top of that is all the other regressions that you're making. Yeah. Because yeah. the world doesn't stand. And this is, this is the, the misconception, right? It's almost like, a, like in science where you do an experiment, you've got constants and you've mm-hmm. got things that you're changing, right? Yeah. Life, there is no constant in life. Yeah. Because time is always flowing and people around you are controllables you can't control. So... There is no, there's no, it's not a controlled environment. It's not a science experiment. 100%. Just, does that make sense? The, you, the variables are not under your control. The only variable that's under your control is you and yep. what you do. And you freaking better make sure that you utilize that. Mm. And, and I think it's, 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 it's so, so, so powerful. And um, that's why self-mastery is so keen. That's why we've been focusing on it for years. And I think we'll probably be focusing on it for the rest of our lives. Of course, yeah. And that's the whole point of mastery, right? You can... Exactly. You can never... And from what we said, half of self-mastery is tapping into the shadow side, the chaos side. So are you really going to give up half of what you could become? For sure. Any last comments before I close? Yeah, I've got one more quote. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> this guy today. It's, 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 man, I'm, I'm just so passionate about these ones. Like they hit Passion's home. a lie, man. <laughs> <laughs> Passion is a lie. That's the... <laughs> okay, you ready? Maybe your misery is the weapon you brandish in your hatred for those who rose upwards while you waited and sank. Maybe your misery is your attempt to prove the world's injustice instead of the evidence of your own sin, your own missing of the mark, your conscious refusal to strive and to live. Wow. That's so powerful. <laughs> so powerful. I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> yeah, man, it's just so powerful. And that, if, if that doesn't inspire accountability, 
Because like I read that laughing, but inside of me, it feels like I'm being punched by Mike Tyson. Yeah. Does that make sense? And I think that's wholehearted self-accountability at its core. Yeah. And I think that's what this whole conversation can actually boil down to. It's yeah. be accountable for, for your actions and what mm. you can do and what you can achieve. Yeah. So take cold showers, get in the gym, sign up for a boxing class and get punched in the face. Go to the wilderness, do things that scare you and cause discomfort and you'll be better, stronger, more capable as a result. Mm. And remember, nothing is good or bad, but thinking makes it so. So I'll finish with my quote of the day. And it's I again, almost want to keep going. <laughs> I know, I know, this was fun. Mm. Um, it's again, Cole Young. And it, it's about... No Marcus. Oh my gosh. No, not today. Actually, none of Marcus today. No Marcus today. Wow. First time for everything. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's around the whole central concept of realizing that that shadow side is a part of you. And if you don't, it's detrimental. So Carl Jung says, there is no doubt that mankind as a whole is less good than he imagines himself or that he wants to be. Everyone carries the shadow within them. The less it's embodied in the person's conscious life, the blacker and denser it becomes. The blacker and denser it becomes. Mm. Man. Just out of curiosity, do you think Nietzsche took it too far? Because <laughs> <laughs> he lost that. He's lost his shit at the end. <laughs> but they, 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 they said he had syphilis right and it just got corroded his brain had, or something I don't know what he had he had something it was syphilis I think I'm not sure um, but he also had a very massive psychological disorder when he saw a horse getting beat yeah I know and but they said crazy. he was mangled before that mm. yeah and he just lost he's like no what are you doing yeah um, which is an interesting one yeah no it's, it's so true man I think it's so true um, but yeah so you have the power to realize the shadow is a part of you mm -hmm. and use it to give yourself accountability and make a difference in your trajectory and transform your self-imposed prisons into a self-imposed palace. I like that. Thanks for joining us, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Stoic CEO. If you enjoyed this episode, follow us on Instagram at stoic.ceo and rate and review the podcast and leave your feedback. It would be much appreciated. Catch you next time, guys. Catch you next time. I'm dead.